Well, Jeff? Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These uh <clears throat> these day plus pod these morning podcasts aren't really hitting right for me. Oh yeah? Why is that, Jeff? Because I like to party. Yeah. Because the Grizzlies played last night. Oh, there it is. Blame the Grizzlies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was an early game, though. It was. Then there was a football game. And then there was a football game. And then there was darts and other stuff. <laughs> Evan wanted to hang out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll take all the blame. I mean, I just I went too far last night. Plain and simple. Maybe like if I had a couple more hours. I don't know. We better get started. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, it's the same music as last week. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm hungover coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> it's episode 126. It's Monday morning, November 21st, 2022. Thank you for listening. We're all here. Bo's coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hello, Bo. Hi, now. Brian's right here. Brian Clark, hey. in studio. Hey. Hello. What are we going to do today? You're going to watch me come alive mm-hmm. in the next hour. It's week six in the NBA. We got Cavs Bucks this week. Cavs Bucks. I don't know if I learned anything. I think I learned a little. It's a good game. Some of it. I don't know. I don't know what else we're going to do. Probably just that. some fun we're gonna get loose we're gonna talk hoop i'm getting there i'm almost ready waking up you're warming up let's go How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good. Yeah? Yeah. You ready to do this? Yeah, I, yeah, let's go. Giddy up. You had a good week? Yeah, I had a good week. What'd you do? Anything? Did a couple things. Yeah? We had tickets to the Children's Theater, uh-huh. which is a, they put on performances that are geared towards kids and family. So we went to see the Grinch who stole Christmas. Okay. It was, it was good. The production was great. The kids really enjoyed it. Are these like, what, how old are these people putting on these productions? I mean, they're professional actors. So they're all 22. Uh, I think, no, there's the two main guys that I've seen in a couple different plays. One guy's got to be 50 and the other guy's probably 35. Oh, wow. The actors. And they have a bunch of, you know, they have some like younger kids that fill in for extras, um, like the Who's. There were some younger people and some not so younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a big operation. Like my neighbor is, he just took the job as the CFO of the Children's Theater. Oh, so I mean, it's a, it's like a real deal. Mm. 
deal, real deal, deal. Cool. <laughs> you said that well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, then after that, right up the street, the Children's Theaters in Minneapolis, right up the street, there was a punk rock show that Kate dropped me off. One of my neighbors, he was up there. So I went and saw some live music right after that. That was fun. Cool. Did you drink beers? Yeah, a couple hams. Yeah. Hams, tall cans. Talls. Uh, my, it was funny. Kate got a notification this morning from the, our credit card that said, are you sure you tipped 44% <laughs> at Mortimer's? Was, uh, you know, like my total of hams, it was like $13. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave him six bucks, you know. Very good. I was like, I was like, yeah, I did not give him 20%. I, <laughs> I didn't tip him a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would have been like two dollars. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'll just get rounded up to about twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, very good. And of then, you. yeah, and then Saturday, Kate was working. It was like fifteen degrees and windy, so it was like mm. negative wind chill out. So I decided to load up the kids and take them to the Target Center for a monster truck show. Oh, nice. Instead of just sitting around inside the house all day. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. That's cool. That's fun. Monster truck rallies. Oh, yeah. Was great. Was the grave digger there? No, it was Hot Wheels, uh, but Bigfoot was there. Oh, okay. They got yeah. the Bigfoot rights. Hot Wheels. All yep. right. <laughs> cool. How about you, Brian? How are you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I had an action-packed weekend. What'd you do? Uh, well, I worked a lot, but then I, I snuck some stuff in there. Huh? I went to the the old hotel bar. DJ Spinna from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, DJ yeah. Friday night, nice. and uh, it was awesome. Nice. He was. That's like a big. He, it's like a big thing for for me. I've been like a fan of his for a long time, and it's it's like Scratch Bastard who played there last week. It's like a huge get for him to play mm -hmm. at this at this hotel bar. <laughs> Yeah, I hate just calling it a hotel bar because it's like a it's like a listening lounge and like there's DJs that play there every night, but it is a bar in a hotel. So yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah, I've never really seen anything like it. Yeah, there were a lot of people there. It kind of emptied out late, but I mean when I got there, it was it was packed. Mm -hmm. Very very diverse crowd. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Spin has been doing this since like the '90s, mm -hmm. um, and he he moves in a lot of crowds. He produces and DJs hip hop and house music. So he's kind of got fans from both sides, mm. but no, he's, he's, he's awesome. And, uh, he was really, he was really good. I'm glad you got so to see that. Stayed out a little late. And then Saturday went to a Memphis Tigers football game, which for the second week in a row, they got a victory. Did they play well? They played well against Probably the worst football team I've ever seen in my entire life. Who was it? Northern Alabama? North Alabama. Yeah, I've never heard of that school. Yeah, they were bad. <laughs> oh, you know who that is? I know where North Alabama is. It's on the north side? That would be north, but I don't know who north. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Yeah, I don't know where the, where the college is. I was born in Alabama, but I don't know of North Alabama. Hmm. Yeah, final score was fifty nine to zero. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, oh wow! Yeah, I left it. It was chilly, and I think it was like thirty five to zero at halftime. Mm -hmm. So I left. I had to I had to work Saturday night. So I was like, I'm gonna get go some Florence. Warm up a little bit. It's right, in, right there north of Muscle Shoals. Huh? The Shoals Theaters down there in Shoals, Muscle Shoals. Yep, they got the Shoals Auto Car Dealership. Well, the Schultz Theater does actually do some stuff. You can go see some good music there sometimes. Oh. So you said you had to, you froze to death? I was bundled up pretty good. Oh. Um, for the first half, I kind of had the sun on my back. But then, yeah, second half, you lose the sun. And I've got these things that you can recharge. They're like electric hand warmers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There were a lot of hot hands out there. I saw everybody like shaking those things up, put them in their pockets. Yeah, these things are pretty nice. You put them in your pocket, they'll keep your legs warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had, I had some layers on, so I was okay. It's okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
And uh, I wasn't drinking cold beer. No? No. Hot beer. Only hot beer. <laughs> a lot of people drinking hot chocolate, too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then last night I stayed up. I, got, I worked, and then I stayed up late watching the pig game. Dude, I and went. And White Lotus. Oh, I haven't oh, seen yeah, yep. either of those. Oh, uh, Jeff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the last time I went to a Tiger football game, all I wanted was coffee, and they don't sell coffee in the fucking... No. No. Uh, the cold games, they will. you can get hot chocolate, but it's like... It's they just serve it. It's like out of like an, the big igloo cooler, and it's it's like the worst hot shot. You just want something warm. Why are they? So you can't stupid? even get hot water. <laughs> the, 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 the no, you fucking, can't. You can't get hot water with lemon. The fucking Liberty Bowl doesn't have running water. <laughs> <laughs> it really. You gotta wash your hands. They got no water heater and no running water. Nah, man. Water's for washing. They gotta flush them toilets. Nope. Nothing. I, I was at a game years ago. We played UCLA, and it was like 100 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And pe- they like the vendor ran out of bottles of water, mm-hmm. and people were like passing out. Yeah, where are you supposed? To, what are you <laughs> supposed to fucking do, dude? It was like a it was like a big ordeal. There's no fucking water fountains. There's yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's a mess. Place sucks. Can we get some fucking coffee in there? I think, I think what that, is the problem? I think that vendor ended up getting fired. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, they were like somebody died. Like EMTs were like carting people out. It was bad. What do you mean we don't have any water? Yeah. It's fifty thousand people here. Give me a cup of ice, and I'll go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and flush the toilet. <laughs> get some water. Oh, gross, dude. You know I don't feel well. <laughs> oh, you need a beer, Jeff. He actually does look like he needs a beer. I do. <laughs> I do. I might. I just might. I should have gotten some of those PBR coffees. I was gonna say, yeah. Would have hit the spot. I thought we agreed you were gonna bring that. Yeah. This I had, week. I had a lot going on today, this morning before I showed up here, so I apologize. Yeah. Well. Plan it out better. I will. I will. No, I know. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Jeff, uh, what you been doing? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I just worked a lot. I was off yesterday. So I got some stuff. To, uh, you know, I got, like, all my lawn equipment put away for the winter. Got all the gas out of everything. So that was like a need-to-do thing for me. But yesterday, you know, I met up with a couple of our friends, and we went and watched the Grizzlies game. And then (laughs) the Grizzlies looked fucking awful. Dylan Brooks tried to take over, like, I think he tried to play for both teams. (laughs) He put up, I thought he was going to get the uh, field goal attempt record. (laughs) Last what did he night. take like thirty two or something? Yeah, he got he got like Iverson shots up. The Grizzlies looked awful though. So fucking bad. They cannot play without Bane, Jaron, and Jaw at the same time. Like that's their three best players. They play without them, it's a loss. Mm-hmm. I actually was surprised they hung with Brooklyn for most of the game. I watched the first half and they were moving the ball and trying, but it clearly wasn't enough. No. The defense was okay. Steven Adams came out really fired up, it looked like. He he was going really early, but it all just kind of faded out. They just out they just outmuscled us. These next two to three weeks are gonna be tough for the Grays. They're gonna drop a bunch. Yeah. I mean the timelines look like everybody should be coming back about the same time yeah i guess but that's not good no you want to have like one guy out <laughs> I, I don't want to say this but i'm going to say it what? um they do have their pick this year yeah no, no. don't say that. <laughs> no. i'm not for the lottery <laughs> minnesota can have they can they can be a lottery team <laughs> for for, for utah mm-hmm. back in late october 
the injury update on Zaire Williams was four to six weeks. So he should be back in the next three weeks too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is yeah, coming yeah. back. Yeah. But these next like two to three weeks are going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. Ew. Who are they playing? They've got the Kings, Pelicans, Knicks, Timberwolves, Sixers, Pistons, Heat, Thunder. The schedule's not that tough. Maybe they can win some of these. They got Hawks, Bucks in December, 12th and 15th. So that's like, hopefully they'll all be back by then. December 12th. It's like close, right? Yeah. They're probably going to lose to the Sixers and the Wolves, Pelicans. They might be able to go 500. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Just as long as everybody's back by Christmas, man. That's when the schedule gets nuts. Is Bo still here? I'm here. I'm just listening to you. List off names of teams? No, like your pessimism on the Grizz. Yeah, a little bit. After last night, yeah. Yeah. My fantasy team does like Jitty, though. Yeah. How many rebounds last night? Like eight rebounds and seven assists or something. Hilarious. Conchar is great, man. The, the, uh, the Grizzlies gambled. Sliding Conchar into kind of like that the Anthony Melton mm-hmm. role. They really did. I remember thinking he could be ready. Nine rebounds and seven assists. I think the one player, like, okay, Melton was kind of replaceable. And we really just didn't have the minutes for him. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Anderson feels missed to me. He would be nice to have right now. Like, we have leaders, but he did more than just be a leader he was the director of that team i think he kind of organized things for memphis and i think they would win more games without john morant more games without jaron mm-hmm. if he if we had him I, I wouldn't be surprised if minnesota starts winning some games now that kyle's kind of getting over his ailment and yeah getting Solid minutes. He'll find his footing. Well, it looks like Anthony Edwards is kind of figuring it out, too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota starts winning more games. Kind of go on a little roll. But, yeah, the Grizzlies, uh, Kyle Anderson's like the main. It just seems like we're missing him. Nobody can step into that role and, and pick up where he left off. But it'll be nice to get like four players back. From injury there's optimism somewhere it's just down the line yeah a little bit a few weeks let's move on there's really Go. no news except that every like everybody's injured yeah the like everybody's I guess injured <laughs> the dame thing and then the grizzlies guys indeed go on about dame he hurt his calf and they're going to reevaluate him in like a week or two Re- re-aggravated the injury he was coming back he came back from right mm. that is a re- re-injury you're right that's a bummer and then what did Embiid do I sprained his foot they're saying two games at this point Embiid is out too yeah. mm-hmm. apparently uh, Jokic has COVID that's what the injury report says yeah Jokic has COVID and Jamal Murray ooh hmm, they're on the same team I wonder if they if it's spreading among the team hmm <laughs> Oh, and then Cade Cunningham might, and Tyrese Maxey. Damn, there's a lot of injuries. Yeah, mm. yeah it'd be a, a good time to have um, Jaden Ivey on your fantasy team, huh? Is it he, would be a nice t- time to have him. Oh, how's he doing? Is he getting buckets? He's he's getting buckets and assists and rebounds and actually hitting threes. He's playing good fantasy basketball right now. Nice late late round grab. It's also a good year to have Tyrese Halliburton and Shea Gillis Alexander on your fantasy team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I know. You want to make a trade? You got too many guards, right? Yeah. I'll trade you Seth Curry. SGA. Yeah, and you got, Bo, you got Dylan Brooks too. So I'll give you, I'll give you a field goal percentage, but (laughs) I'll um, give you Markel Fultz for SGA. 
That's the best you can do. What about? <laughs> Sounds like your two top guys aren't playing much. I'll you want to take both of them. You want to take Jokic off my hands? You, I mean, you would have to give me it. SGA and something else. <laughs> I think you'd have to give me Jokic and something else. <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> take Matherin. Yeah. Hmm. If I give you Benedict Matherin, I have to change the name of my team. Mm. I can't be the urine boys. <laughs> yeah, why is why does that have to do with Benedict, the urine boys? His name's Matt Urine. Oh. <laughs> it's just in there. Ah. <laughs> uh, I see now. Matherin. Urine. Urine boys. <laughs> That's so stupid. Zion's hurt. Jeez. Mike Conley's hurt. He is, yep. Kyrie's back. Zach Levine's not cool with late game benching. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to pick game. Pick game? Yeah, we got it on, Bo. Oh. Didn't I print out some notes? I heard something earlier. I didn't know if it was the, your printer or your bidet. <laughs> <laughs> something was whirring and, and clacking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I found them. Pick game. Pick game, pick game, pick game. Wednesday night, Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Milwaukee Blue Bucks. I like those uniforms. That's their first time wearing them. Yeah, what was uh, the deal with the blue uniforms? It's like the city edition ones. Grizzlies got new ones too. Uniform-wise, this was um, an aesthetically pleasing game. Mm -hmm. Blue like the lakes of Minnetonka. Yeah, the Cavs are wearing like their, their home whites on the road. But they're just simple. They're like all white with like the logo... And the number and the name, there's not a whole lot of like, there's not much else, much else to it. So I thought both teams looked good out there, you know? Yeah. Satorically. Oh, okay. Visually? Yeah. Like, that's cool. I remember when we were picking this game that I really wanted to watch Donovan on the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Well, he did play. As a matter of fact, scored the first bucket of the game. He drew... First blood. Yes. First quarter, Donovan, 10 minutes, 16 points. Second quarter, Donovan, 7 minutes, 2 points. Third quarter, 10 minutes, no points. Fourth quarter, 7 minutes, 5 points. Donovan. Yeah, he looked really, really good in the first quarter. 16 right. points, two assists, two steals. He was five of seven. And then he just didn't really look like anything after that. Mm -hmm. But I think the the Bucks defensively just like keyed in on him. You think that's what it was? Yeah. They weren't letting him really get the ball. Sold out game on a Wednesday night. Which player stuck out as like a defining player the most? Like a game-deciding player. I think on both ends of the floor, it would have been Brooke Lopez. Brian, how about you? Is Javon Carter good now? Javon Carter's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree with you, Bo. I agree with you, Bo, about Brooke Lopez because he, like, couldn't miss a three-pointer, and he was playing, I mean, great interior defense and mixing it up. But I'm watching the first quarter. I'm going, Javon Carter looks good. Mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez was my answer, too. <laughs> he was so good. He had like so seven. Good. How many threes? Seven? Yeah, yes, seven was, of nine. Mm -hmm. Ten of 13 from the field. He's 29 points. Three blocks. He's a, he's a literal splash brother. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see his mom at the game? Yeah. It was a hit because Robin Lopez plays for the Cavs. Mm -hmm. And so their mom was like sitting courtside and she had a Bucks jersey on with both their numbers on it. Mm -hmm. They used to both play for the Bucks. 
she says she wears when they play each other. She wears the away team hat and a home team jersey. <laughs> Some sort of super superstition. Sure, she's got. Well, she's got to support both sons. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Brooke Lopez and Robin Lopez is that they were in the 2008 NBA draft. Mm -hmm. And do you know how many other players played in that game that were in the 2008 NBA draft? Ooh, notes. (laughs) Let's hear it, Bo. (laughs) Uh, I I, I can only guess zero. So you had the Lopez twins who were at two, right? Then you go Serge Ibaka. Oh, Kevin Love and George Hill. And George Hill. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, while we're at it, we all have to take a moment of silence for the careers of Joe Alexander, Anthony Randolph, Michael Beasley, and OJ Mayo. <laughs> the ones that didn't make it 14 years. <laughs> and uh, one other interesting thing about Javon Carter, I think that he's still getting paid by the Nets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This year, he's getting paid almost $4 million by the Nets. They just waived him. I don't even think they stretched him. Mm. The Nets could use a player like that. When would he play? Well, when Kyrie wasn't there. Yeah. So I couldn't stop staring at the electronics under the Bucks chairs. They got like, I wonder if it's like massages or heat, like heat massages or what it is. They're, I've never seen it like seen that before. They got like, you think it's heaters? Maybe it's cold up there. In the chairs, on the Bucks bench, they don't have them for the Cavs. I don't think. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you don't pay money to give that stuff to the away team. No, no. Yeah, what's going on down there? I don't know. <laughs> I heard on the broadcast that somebody from the Cleveland coaching staff, they were talking to Evan Mobley and they like were they showed him like a a picture of Giannis when he was first drafted. And they were like, Look, he looks just like you. And now look at Giannis. <laughs> and I think they were trying to explain to Evan Mobley, like if he works hard, mm-hmm. he can be Giannis. Yeah. He can be big like Giannis is. Imagine that, because Mobley is tiny. He's very skinny. If he bulked up like Giannis, yikes. Yeah. He'd be good. I found that very interesting. We've got the big game on. We're watching the playback. Yeah, seven minutes uh, left in the third quarter, and this is where it really starts coming off the rails for Cleveland. What stood out to me from that stretch was – they couldn't get anything at the rim, and they were just taking the ball away from everybody. Mm-hmm. They'd go to the rim, and they get blocked. They hit, then Brooke Lopez would hit three on the other end. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get anything going, the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah, Bucks went on a 16-3 run to start the third quarter. Mm. That was the quarter Donovan had no points. So I guess Javon Carter is probably just all over him. Yeah, and Giannis had a quiet first half, and then – Scored 10 in the third quarter. Mm. And Brooke Lopez hit three threes. <laughs> he was 4 of 4 from the field, Lopez. That is good for 100% of shots taken. Extremely efficient. It's like the, mo- it's like the most efficient you can get, I think, is 100%. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's possible that the Cavs kind of went away from what was working. I really like that. Donovan Mitchell, Mobley pick and roll. I think that's a serious weapon. Like maybe the Cavs went away from what was working in the first half. Meanwhile, the Bucks, you're like you said, couldn't miss. And the Bucks were missing all their guys except for Giannis. They're missing some, yeah. Nawara is no joke though. Jordan Nawara. No, he stood out to me as somebody you want on your team to yeah. come off the bench, yeah, or to do whatever. He's a hooper. Yeah, a lot of people like him. He shows a lot of effort to me. Like he's willing to work. Dude, what is going on in there? That thing has a mind of its own. <laughs> Sometimes it just starts working. 
But we're talking about the toilet. Oh, yeah, it starts. It does. It just. <laughs> I don't know. It's like self cleaning. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> thing's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Changed my life. Yeah. Toto Washlet. <laughs> Do you think Donovan has a good like understanding of his teammates yet? Like, there's been enough time. No, probably not. I don't think so either. I saw some miscues early in the game. Garland's probably way more comfortable. Donovan looks like he's still kind of figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, so it's over after the third quarter. The game. The Cavs never really recovered. But early on, very competitive. I felt like both teams were going to do whatever it took to win the game. I was thinking it would be a great game to the end. They were just leaving Lopez wide open. Yeah, he's just standing in the corner. It was like yeah. Kevin Love was like daring him. So yeah, I dare you. Huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the other end, Kevin Love like he starts in the corner and just starts like walking a circle around the three point line. <laughs> like, oh, this is I'm gonna try that too. <laughs> he's staying out of the lane. Oh, trying to open things up for those penetrating guards. And Osman. <laughs> I forgot he was on the Cavs. Yeah, he's been there since like, I don't know, 2012. <laughs> I know. Played 13 minutes. Look at Lopez. Directing the defense, boxing out, clogging the lanes, getting open on offense. Wide open again. Yeah. Well, no, he just kind of, he gets over in the post to kind of like, to get, to get Mobley and to follow him into the post, and then he uh -huh. just walks to the three-point line. And he just backs out. <laughs> Mobley's not looking. <laughs> oh, I'm guarding the post. I'm guarding the post. I'm guarding the this post. This is where Brooke Lopez is. <laughs> he's not there. Oh, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are calling Sexland fans, right? Uh, Sexland. It's called Sexton. Sex, sex land. Six, I, I was, I was so, a fan of sex land, but I, I think I, I could be a Cleveland. bigger fan of Mitch land. <laughs> Would you rather have Garland or Sexton? Bo? Uh, Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. I like Sexton, I it, but I don't, I don't think it's close. I mean, I think Sexton was all right. Yeah. I think Sexton's a good scoring guard, but I, Garland gives you other things too. Passing for one. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, painting through the crowd. It looks like a lot of people have bought these blue Milwaukee jerseys. Looks like they're popular. So, Marshawn MailChimp, Beerchamp, I think he'll be good. I don't think he's good yet. One of eight in this game, but I like him. He's real young, 24th pick, but he's like, he's 6'7", good little wing. Do you know who his high school head coach was? No, tell me. <clears throat> I do. Brandon Roy. Yeah. Brandon <laughs> Roy. No idea he was a high school coach. Yeah, he went back, he went back home. Hmm. Yeah, Bochamp's from, he's not from Seattle, he's from Washington. <laughs> Mailchimp. But uh yes. Whatever. <laughs> not not the hardest last name to pronounce in this game, and I'm not even talking about Giannis and his brother. <laughs> Who's the hardest name to pronounce? There is a the the Bucks have a player. Uh huh. Sandro Mamukelashvi. <laughs> Sandro <laughs> Lashvili. So <laughs> From now on, he'll just be Sandro. <laughs> Sandro. Sandro, ma'am. Mamouk slash Kvi. Healy. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, but you got, uh, you got, um, Beauchamp is, uh, <laughs> Beauchamp. Comes out of Seattle. A lot of good players come out of Seattle. Beauchamp. Yeah. Mm hmm. Nate Robinson's from Seattle. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Jamal Crawford, right? Mailchimp was on that uh, G League Ignite, Ignite squad. He didn't go to college. So he's a product of that. Mm. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be good. Deontay Murray, also from Seattle. Oh. Paolo Banchero. John Stockton is from Spokane. Jason Terry. Hmm. Well, yeah, you got to go to, you just go to the gym every day it rains. Yeah. So every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I'll go to the gym. Ain't nothing to do. Put some, put some shots up. <laughs> Get some work in. I think he's going to be all right. Mailchimp? Yeah, I like that he's getting run. They're using him. Maybe it, he's like filling that Chris Middleton role, but he's not quite there yet. Needs more development. He's no Benedict Matherin. Yeah, somehow the Bucks just kept control of this game, though. I thought you. I thought we would see more scoring from Donovan. Maybe he hasn't really settled in. Maybe he's trying to be a team player. Maybe JB's staggering him and Darius too much. I don't know. What do you think, Bo? About the game? I thought it was like the first half. Things were pretty tight. What was the what was the score going in the halftime? You got that in front of you? Cleveland sixty, Milwaukee sixty one. Yeah. And then I think Brooke Lopez and the interior defense just shut them down and they couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think, like you said, Donovan's maybe still trying to figure out his teammates. And uh, Mobley's just, he's good. He looks so fluid and good, but he's just not quite there yet. The Cavs, I thought they'd look better. Yeah, I mean, I think Milwaukee, I mean, they just, re- they returned everybody from last year. So it's like they just have a, they've just got a system in place. Mm-hmm. So playing that system and, you know, and, your short Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and mm-hmm. Joe Ingles, and uh, I mean it goes to show you can still you can still win games mm-hmm. without some of your best guys. Mm-hmm. Just to circle back to the Grizz, it's possible. Hey, look, it's Luke Walton. Yeah. I forgot he was on that staff <laughs> with JB, Coach Bicker staff, staff. <laughs> I love JB. Yeah. Luke Walton. It's weird that somebody would hire him after he's such a bad coach. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Bunch of clowns. I don't have a lot else to say about this game or these teams. I thought Cleveland would be better. Maybe it's just an off night. I mean, Bucks have gone in the last 10 games are nine and one. Yeah, the Bucks are just really good. I know that. Speaking of Luke Walton, the Kings have won six in a row. Yes, they have. They it's the first time they've done that since, let's see, who was, what was the, it was like Chris Weber, Doug Christie, those guys were in their starting lineup. Oh, wow. They've moved into the playoff race. Since 04, 05 season. First time they won six in a row. Wow. It's a long time. Maybe we should watch a Kings game. I got a few on my list. Kings Suns. How good are they really? Giannis is listed probable for tonight. Probable's good. He's playing hurt. Winning games. Okay, so I'm going to pull up the schedule, mm-hmm. and we're going to look at it, and we're going to pick a game to watch next week. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Jeff, I know you said uh, I know you said you wanted to watch a Kings game. Um, I think we should. I don't think it's necessary to make it the pick game because I feel like we'll be watching it anyway. Mm. But Sacramento comes to town Tuesday night and plays our Memphis Grizzlies. Oh. They're probably going to beat us. Maybe you could go down to the arena and see them in person, Jeff. Monday night? Tuesday night. Oh, Tuesday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. 
Oh, tomorrow? Yeah, you're not doing anything for the rest of the day, are you? Today? Yeah. <laughs> watch that watch that white lotus, buddy. Yeah. I probably won't go to that game. I'll just watch it on TV. Yeah. I'm not going to watch if Bane and John Morant are not playing, I'm not going. Yeah, but what if uh what if Mike Z calls you? Well, I'll answer it <laughs> and probably go. <laughs> it's a little different. Right. <laughs> Shout out, Mike Z. It's a little different if somebody invites me rather than me like going out of my way to go down there. Oh, what game do you like coming up this week? Let's see. Was this Wednesday night, I think? Ben Simmons returns to Philly Tuesday. Yeah. I had that one. I think this is going into Wednesday now. The Wolves are at the Pacers. I thought that would be... The Pacers are winning games, and the Wolves are trying to win games. But I don't have to do a Wolves game. Should I think we should rank these games. Oh. Do... Is there a system you have in mind? Yeah, well, let's use a five-star system because I'm a five-star man. So Brooklyn, Philly, Tuesday, feels like three stars to me. No Embiid? Is that yeah, right? Yeah. No, that's true, yeah. No Maxi? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so much. Not so interested. Wednesday, Minnesota at Indiana. I don't hate that. I actually quite like that. Three and a half stars to me. Okay. I feel like those teams like that's a that's it feels like a cool little uh matchup. It sounds fun. Indiana is nine and six. Timberwolves are eight and eight on a three game winning streak. That sounds like a fun game, actually. Like kind of a test. Uh what's the next one, Bo? Um, I had the Friday night Kings at the Celtics. Let's see what the Celtics are really made of. <laughs> or, excuse me. Let's see what the Kings are really oh, made of. Oh, that was funnier the other way. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Kings are so good. <laughs> yeah. First true test of the season for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Bo. Three and a half. Okay. I think Boston's going to kick their ass, but otherwise, I don't know. Maybe it's a four-star game. How many how many stars did you give um, Minnesota at Indy? Three and a half. Okay, gotcha. I like Sacramento-Boston more, I think. Yeah? Let's go three quarters. Three and three-quarter stars. <laughs> Getting into some pretty advanced mathematics here. <laughs> what else do you like, Bo? I like the Saturday game, the Mavs at the Raptors, though the Mavs, excuse me, the Raptors don't have all their guys. So maybe. No. And then Sunday I had two games. Maybe, it, but I don't know if Embiid's going to be back for the Hawks at 76ers. And there was also one other game Sunday, the Suns at the Kings. However, the Kings might be a little, little beat from playing Friday night and then traveling back to Sacramento. That's a long flight. So probably the best Kings game is going to be that Celtics game. Yeah. You see anything, Brian? I like the Wednesday night um, Clippers at Golden State Warriors matchup. But I might like that Minnesota-Indiana better. Mm-hmm. Let's pick between uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of Brooklyn-Philly. I actually don't really care about that. I had looked through at maybe some teams that we hadn't covered – yeah, and there were there were some fun Toronto matchups this week, uh-huh. but yeah, they they're like half their team is out, so no. We'll come back. We'll circle back to Toronto. I think we could go with either one of these games and be happy. I like Minnesota Indy, but Sacramento Boston could be fun. What do you guys think? Those are both two really good games. Yeah, they're both good games. I don't think we go wrong either way. Yeah. I guess it depends on what what sort of inflection do you want to see from these teams. Do you want to see is Minnesota figuring it out 
or do you want to see are the Celtics this this success sustainable facing the Kings? Are the Kings for real? I mean, that's the question, yeah. I mean, I could watch Tatum and Brown play any night of the week, but I like that Minnesota's kind of on a little little winning streak. Yeah. After, and, I, after I wrote them off. And Indy is my lowered expectations pick team. So I have interest, mm-hmm. obviously, to do a pick game on them. Yeah, th- I think that's the one. Yeah. Let's just maybe try to catch a Kings game next week. Okay. Right. Or the week after next. Yeah, so it's decided? Yeah, I think so. Minnesota Indy. Write it down, Bo. Okay. I'll go watch it at the bar. This brewery falling knife has watch parties. Oh, okay. I could go there, but it's probably not happening. Six o'clock. Anyway. Big game set. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really fun game. Should probably be on television, like nationally. Okay. All right. Bo, before we leave, I have one question. Okay. This is for both of you. Who would you rather have, Yuta Watanabe or Jake LaRavia? (laughs) I was uh, like, for one off or going forward? They, for their careers. Now, we were split last night. I watch. I say this because they played against each other last night, and the people, the buddies I was watching the game with, we were all split on it. We didn't know. Okay. We couldn't figure out the answer. So I've got it. I've got the answer for you. Who is it? Okay. There's two factors. One is the obvious. Jake Laravia is 21. Uh huh. And Yuta is 28. That's what I said. So there's that. And this then number is, two. This is as good as Yuta is going to be, right? But LaRavia yes. has potential. LaRavia has potential. But also, uh-huh. if I'm going to bet with anybody, I'm going to be betting with Tayshaun Prince and Zach Kleiman. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go with, it's, it's, not even a, it's not even a discussion to me. Even though Yuta just destroyed the Grizzlies last night. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He closed them out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. What about you, Brian? Yeah, I agree. With what? Yuda? Laravia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he'll be he'll end up being a better player. Yuda looks good on a team where you have to defend like two of the best scores in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Against half of a actual team. Yeah. Well, how did the poll last night work out? Well, that's that what I was out? saying. I was saying, well, LaRavia is going to end up being better. He's got more potential. He's got more years ahead of him. This is good as you're going to get out of Utah. Mm-hmm. But then Utah just kept banging those shots down. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, our friends were like, I don't know. Utah's better. He looks, he's better now. But I think I'd rather take Jake in the long run. What draft pick was Utah? That was what I kept saying, going back to. I was like, where where was Utah drafted? Was he nineteenth? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he was. Was he drafted? He was uh, undrafted in the um, 2018 NBA draft. Do you know who he played summer league games for that summer? It's the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, so they clearly had an eye on him early. Yeah, they already liked him, sort of. Sorta. Sorta. <laughs> then they let us develop him. Mm-hmm. Well, they, yeah, they let Memphis develop him. They let South Haven develop him. Toronto. Yeah. LaRavia is a first round pick by some pretty intelligent pick, pick guys. So that's solved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get out of here. Let's call it. All right. Thank you guys for doing this. Of course. That was fun. I had a good time, even though I'm halfway here. We can, I think we can go back to bed. I was going to say night. Oh. Nights next week. Yeah, let's do a night next week. Gotcha. 
And then we'll probably take a week off because I need, like, I need a break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll do one next week and take one off. We should be probably doing like three and one off or two and one off. We got to figure that out. I just, I just need more time. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you everybody for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.